Are we live? All right, let's roll. What's good, y'all? Unbiased sports fan. Talking some sports over the week. and We got a lot to get into, man. We got a lot to get into, man. Uh, for the NFL, we're going to get a little perspective and check out some of these MVP candidates and my underdog pick for that. And some of these Super Bowl odds that I see as well as my underdog pick for that as well. We got MVP candidates and we got top five Super Bowl odds. And for the NBA, we are going to recap the plan. It was there were some good games. There were some good games in the plan, uh, more specifically on the west side than on the east side. There were some pretty good games. But hey, we're going to check them out. We're going to take a look at them and we're going to see, you know, who came to play, who came to, you know, show up and show out in the plane. Who came to play for real, for real. Who really came to play. And lastly, to close it out, we'll cover the UFC fight night coming up. Uh, we got a got an interesting one. Interesting little little fight going on for the main card. Cody Garbrandt versus Rob Font. So I get my thoughts on that. But yeah, let's get right into it. Let's go and transition over into the NFL. And let's see. Let's see what we're working with here from these top five NFL MVP candidates. Now, the MVP award, I mean, it, it, you know, it usually goes, it, it's it's usually reserved for you know, the best quarterback on the best team, or just, just really just the quarterback on the best team. I see that's usually how the award goes. I mean, Peyton Manning won the award quite a few times. I think Tom Brady won the award quite a few times. And uh, Lamar, Mahomes were running it recently. So it's usually more of an award for quarterbacks, usually reserved for quarterbacks. It's very, 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 very rare. Very rare for a non-quarterback to win the award. Very rare. I'm sure it's been done before. I don't. I mean, shit. I would. I would hope so. You know, who, who won one? Did, did Ladainian never win one? I don't. I mean, I don't fucking know. Did he ever win one? I don't think so. Eh, whatever. Anyways, it's a it's a quarterbacks award. It's a quarterbacks award, and usually reserved for the quarterback on the best team. That's usually how it goes. So hey, why not? Why not look at some NFL MVP candidates a little early? Why not? So let's get right into it. Top five NFL MVP candidates. These are uh, odds taken from about, you know, a few sites, DraftKings, FanDuel included. And at number one, is it a surprise? We got the quarterback out of Kansas City, Patrick Mahomes. Under the tutelage of Andy Reid. He's got Tyreek Hill to throw to. He's got Travis Kelsey to throw to. And now he's got that first round running back from last year, Clyde Edwards Alaire, who put up a you know, okay rookie season. Okay. But he's looking to he's looking to get more touches. He's looking to break out in his sophomore year. They've revamped that offensive line to the T. I believe they drafted uh they drafted Creed Humphrey in the draft out of Oklahoma, I believe. They got Creed Humphrey, center, beefing up the line. 
They got uh, Joe Tooney. Joe Tooney, I believe. They, they picked them up as well. Beefing up the line. They traded. They traded for the stud tackle Orlando Brown Jr. Previously of the Ravens. But they're beefing up that line. Beefing it up. Making it. Digging it nice for Mahomes. Making it nice for him to sling around the rock. Throw bombs after bombs after bombs after bombs. Mahomes is going to eat. Mahomes is going to eat. He's a gunslinger. He's got the weapons. They got the line. Defense is still coming along. The defense is sort of, you know, it's good enough to keep them within games. But it's also bad enough to where, you know, Patrick Mahomes has got to sling that rock, you know, a lot during the game. So his numbers are going to be probably pretty good. Probably pretty good. It's Patrick Mahomes for crying out loud. And yeah, he comes in at number one. He comes in at number one. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. And number two, we have Aaron Rodgers. And there's a little bit of drama going on in Green Bay right now. But if he stays, he's got a good shot to win MVP. I think it'd be pretty hard for him to repeat from last year what he did. I think he can put up like, you know, sort of similar numbers. But the touchdown rate he had was ridiculous. Uh, I mean, he had a resurgence here, so I don't, I'm not too sure. I am not too sure about that. I'm not too sure. So we'll see. Aaron Rodgers hopefully stays in Green Bay, man. Hopefully, uh, hopefully he stays in Green Bay because I don't know. Got a little drama going on. He's calling out the GM. You know, he's calling the, the, the Jerry was the Jerry Krause or whatever. Calling the Jerry Krause. He wants out. He said he'd rather host Jeopardy. Hey, I, I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll turn on the TV at 730 at ABC and see that old quarterback from Green Bay doing it full time. Filling the shoes of Alex Trebek. So who knows? Aaron Rodgers. Where are you going? What are you doing? I want to know. The world wants to know. I'm sure the Packers wants to know what the hell you're doing. But I'm sure it'll be all figured out. I'm sure it would be all figured out for Mr. Aaron Rodgers. But he's number two for the NFL MVP candidates. He's number two. Surprisingly. Thought he'd be a little lower, but, eh, you know. He's a good quarterback. Good quarterback skit. Good quarterbacks that, that throw the ball pretty efficiently. They're all on good teams. Probably going to be number two in a... MVP candidates. Number three, we got Josh Allen, quarterback for the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, I mean, this 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 has a real, I think this has a real shot. I mean, what he did last year was spectacular, but it didn't even seem like it, it seemed like he was getting to his ceiling, but he's, you know, he's not quite there yet. He still had some games where he needed to clean up the accuracy a little bit, but for the most part, I mean, he was he was dead accurate. From most of the other games, his rushing ability is obviously there. He's, he's a big dude, you know, just running around people, running people over, just standing people up. I mean, you name it. This guy can do it. Bills, Mafia, Bills Nation, 
They, you know, they, they, you know, they, they're craving. They need. They, you know, they, they want MVP, man. That'd be nice to see Buffalo get an MVP. I mean, obviously, you know, they probably want a Super Bowl more than they want an MVP. But hey, beggars can't be choosers. You know, some teams have. You know, they, they don't get MVPs or they don't get Super Bowls. You know what I'm saying? So, Josh Allen, you got a good shot. You got a good shot to win MVP. Team is back. Josh Allen's there. He's got his number one in Stephon Diggs now, number one wide receiver. I don't. I mean, I don't see a world where this guy doesn't, you know, put up similar numbers from, from last year. I don't, I don't know. I mean, he could regress for sure, but it just seemed like he was still figuring things out and he was, he was still balling. So, yeah, hopefully uh, Josh Allen, number three for the MVP candidates. We'll see. We'll see how that goes. We'll see how that goes. Number four for the MVP candidates. This guy's like, what, 43 years old and he's still kicking rocks. He's still kicking it and he's still slinging the rockets. Tom Brady, quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And he actually had a surprisingly good year. I was not aware that he put up about, I think, 40, 4,600 yards and about 40 touchdowns. Pretty damn good for a forty-three-year-old. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty damn good. That's pretty damn good. I I didn't know he had that good of a year. Second year, offense reloaded, weapons coming back. He's number four for the MVP candidates. Do I see him winning MVP? Eh, probably not. I just don't think he had, can put up quite the numbers that these other quarterbacks can. I, I don't I don't know. I mean, the, the, if they, you know, have a really good record, I could see them maybe giving him a shot. But I don't know. I think I think the world is kind of tired of Tom Brady just winning anything. So if he's going to be winning Super Bowls, he's damn for sure not going to win MVPs. You know, you don't know what it is. This is how I see it. You know, this guy wins fucking everything. Why give him MVPs? So even if he does have a brilliant year, probably still won't even be top three voting. But who knows? Who knows? Tom Brady, number four. For NFL MVP candidate. And at number five, oh, we got the spicy number five. Quarterback recently traded for, went from Detroit to L.A. He is now in L.A. under McVay, and his name is Matthew Stafford. Quarterback for the L.A. Rams, formerly of the Detroit Lions. And this, I can see this definitely for sure happening. He's number five right now, but I could see this for sure happening. I mean, as long as the guy did pretty much what he did in Detroit, I could see the world where he's winning MVP. I could see the world. I could see the world where he is winning MVP out in L.A. This man, McVay, scheming guys open. Scheming them up left and right. He's got the schemes for days. He's got the Madden plays for days, baby. This guy plays Madden. You call it, it says, it says uh, Ask McVay. You know what I'm saying? When he plays Madden, it's Ask McVay. Fuck it, fuck it. Ask Madden. We ask McVay. What play to run around here? That's how good this guy is. It's scheming up guys. You know what I'm saying? Surging Jared Goff's career early. 
making them look really, really good. You know, McVay, he's a guy. Robert Woods, he's another guy. Solid, solid wide receiver. Cooper Cup, another guy. Solid, solid wide receiver. Young, an ascending running back. And Cam Akers, running back from Florida State. Dude looked pretty good the past few games, in the last few games of the season and in the playoffs. Dude looked pretty good. Looked pretty legit. Looked like he belonged. And Matthew Stafford's coming here. That defense and those weapons. Sign me up, baby. Sign me up. Sign me up. Put my signature on the paper. Put my signature on the paper for Matthew Stafford winning MVP next year. And those were the top five. NFL MVP candidates. Now, I got an underdog pick for this one, you know. I think it's a little bullshit because, I, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a long shot. You know what I'm saying? It's a fucking long shot. I mean, I'm looking at the bottom names of these. I'm seeing guys like uh, fucking, uh, what was it? I saw Jimmy Garoppolo. I'm like, yeah, you're just losing money there. I see Trevor Lawrence. I said that would be one of the crazier things to happen. I mean, that would be one of the crazier things to happen. So a lot of this stuff just seems a little crazy. But I got an underdog pick. And his name is Christian McCaffrey. Not a quarterback, but a running back. Running back out of Carolina. It's pretty damn good. Go watch some highlights. You don't even need to. Just watch a commercial. You know that man. You know that man's good when he's got you know all those little nice commercials. Even though commercials don't work out for everybody, you know, sometimes you're a bust and you still get commercials. Just, you know, you pick and choose. You pick and choose. But this guy, this guy's legit. This guy's the real deal. And I can see him putting up a very spectacular season coming up. I could see him putting up about, you know, like 20, like 20 rushing touchdowns, like five. Five receiving touchdowns or something, maybe like two thousand yards scrimmage. I mean, this is certainly not out of the range of outcomes for this guy. I think he, I think he might have already done something like that. I think he already had a thousand, thousand, uh, thousand rushing yards, thousand receiving yard season. I think he already, I think he already had that. So McCaffrey, you're the underdog pick. Even though your odds are pretty decent, I think you're about plus sixty six hundred right now. But you're the, uh, you're the underdog pick. I think you'd be the only non. Uh, only non-quarterback to have a chance of winning the award. I mean, Michael Thomas even broke the record for receptions a few years ago, and he didn't, he didn't, he didn't win MVP. So it's a quarterback's award. And all the other quarterbacks, I just I don't know if they are in good enough situations to be an underdog pick. But we'll see. We shall see. We shall see. We shall see. We shall see. But let's move on. Let's move on into the top five Super Bowl odds. Top five Super Bowl odds for the NFL. It's all the best teams, man. Vegas is smart. They pick the best teams and give them the best odds. Or, you know, the favorite odds, whatever the fuck, you know. Top five Super Bowl odds. We got the Chiefs at number one. Buccaneers at number two. Bills at number three. Rams at number four. And the Ravens at number five. (laughs) 
yeah, I mean, all these teams are fucking good. I mean, let's be honest, Chiefs, Buccaneers, I mean, they were just in the Super Bowl. I mean, I, both the teams are really good. They both got all their guys. I don't see how they all don't come back. Bills were very close last year, making a run. Were they losing the divisional round, I believe? Yeah, I think it was the divisional round to the Chiefs. Josh Allen, Sean McDermott, those guys are reloaded, ready to gun, ready to go. We got the LA Rams, you know, they believe in the Stafford. They believe, they believe in it, you know. They believe in the trade. They believe in the move. Vegas believes in it. McVay believes in it. I believe in it. I mean, Matthew Stafford's a baller. Matthew Stafford's a beast. He's with a, he's with a great team where he just got put on a great team. So they're at number four. And the Ravens are at number five. They still got Lamar. They still got that run game. They still have that stout defense. Top five. They've earned it. Top five, they earned it for sure. Ugh, I mean, it's tough. It's tough to see uh, you know, any of these teams regressing or falling out completely from last year. I mean, the Bills, maybe. But, I mean, come on. You got a quarterback like Josh Allen. I mean, it's hard to, it's hard to lose games, you know. It's hard to lose a lot of games. So... I do not know. But these top five Super Bowl lots, they look they look pretty solid. They look pretty great. But now let's get into my underdog pick for the top five Super Bowl odds. And uh this is a little bit of a homer pick. I'm from the area. I don't give a fuck. Let's get it to them. Let's give it to them. The Washington football team is the underdog pick to win the Super Bowl. They're at about plus 6,000 right now. So, about plus 6,000 odds. And, um, yeah, this seems like a very, uh, you know, how do you say it? This seems like a, a year for the Washington football team where they can catch lightning in a bottle, you know. They can catch, you know, kind of all the right things at the right time to make a run. I mean, Fitzpatrick, I mean, I'm putting a lot of faith in him. Hey, you know, I get it. But this team... I mean, they they wanted they wanted the playoffs, man. I know they won a division. I know it was a shitty division. I know, I know, I know, I know it was a shitty division. I know they won it barely by the skin of the teeth. But quarterback was holding them back a lot, man. Quarterback was holding them back a lot, and they got an upgrade, I believe. Now Fitzpatrick is very, very, very hard to rely on. But if he's got some decent football left, I don't see a reason why Washington can't make a run. I don't see a reason. Now, obviously, they would have to get through all these, the, the gauntlet in the NFC, if they, if they even do make the playoffs, of the Buccaneers, of the Packers, of the Seahawks. You know, there's perennial teams that just make it every year. So, it's an underdog, it's a, it's an underdog pick for a reason, okay? It's an underdog pick for a reason. They're down here for a reason, okay? So calm down. They're on an pick, man. They're on an pick. I could see, I could see the Colts, my other, my other team, you know, my other favorite team. I could see the Colts making a little run, but you know, I, I think that, this is called the unbiased sports fan crying out loud. It's just a little too biased. That's just a little too fucking biased. Come on, it's just a little too biased. So we'll just go with the Homer pick from the hometown. We'll go Washington football team for the underdog pick. See how that goes. Let's let's see how that goes. Let's see how that goes. Hopefully it goes well. 
Washington, I'm rooting for you. I'm rooting for you. So, yeah. That was all for the NFL MVP candidates, as well as Super Bowl odds. And now we transition over into the NBA. Because we had some play-in games over the week. They were... They were good. Mixed reviews. They were good. Why I saying they were good? Well, the West was really good and the East was... Yeah. Alright. Let's talk about the East. Let's talk about the East for the NBA plan. Let's go to the Pacers Hornets, man. Uh, Pacers were shooting out the fucking gym. We're shooting that bitch out. Godly. I mean, Doug McDermott, I mean, the first, you know, first quarter or whatever, Doug McDermott thought he was back at Creighton for crying out loud. Like he had like, he had like 16 or whatever, 18 in the first quarter. Something crazy. Something crazy. We're shooting out the gym, man. We're shooting at the fucking gym. And uh, rough, rough game for the Hornets overall. LaMelo, you know, not, not the performance you want to see. But uh, Melo will be back. He'll be back. You know, this is kind of, you know, that origin story feeling of like, oh, well, this is when you lose so you can come back stronger type of feeling, you know. Kind of like Patrick Mahomes when he uh, lost to Tom Brady. I think it was his first year starting. Lost to Tom Brady in the uh, AFC Championship, I believe. Similar to that, you know, similar, similar to that. Lamella will get this feeling, get this feeling in his gut, get this feeling in his soul. Like, God damn it, I just lost in the plan. I got to come back harder. Similar to John Moran, man, similar to John Moran. John Moran, uh, which we're going to get into in a little bit, he had that similar uh, feeling last year. So, Pacers shot out the gym, man. Congrats, congrats to them. They will be playing the loser of the Wizards Celtics game. And the losers of the Wizards Celtics game were the Wizards. Even though I picked them to win. See, every time I pick a team to win, they just wanna they just wanna fucking lose. Bullshit, man. I'll tell you. But the you know, Tatum needed fifty to beat them. And um he got fifty. The man literally dropped fifty fucking points on the Wizards. He literally dropped fifty points. I mean spectacular performance. I'm a believer in Tatum. Like I was saying, I'm just not a believer in the Celtics long term. Not for or I'm sorry. I believe in long term, but not for not for this season. Not for this season. But hey. They're they're playing, they're making they're making moves. They're uh they're in the playoffs. Yeah, they're in. They are in there. They are in there. And uh Yeah, man, West Westbrook, uh you know, not not the best game, not the prettiest game. You know, especially for the season he's been having and how hot the Wizards have been. So hopefully he brings it against the Pacers for that for that uh eight seed. Yeah, for that eight seed. Hopefully he brings it for that game. So mm-hmm. Tatum, you're a you're a beast, you're an animal. We knew this. You're a beast. You're a beast. And going over to the West. Going over to the West. Man, we had the uh, Grizzlies and the Spurs. And I didn't know how to call this game. I think I slightly favored the Grizzlies, but I didn't know. I thought it was a, I thought it was a coin flip. I thought it was a 50-50 shot. I really didn't know who was going to win. And uh, really, you know, the leading scorer, Dylan Brooks. You know what I'm saying? Good job, Dylan Brooks. I remember you at Oregon. 
getting buckets. You know what I'm saying? Those Pac-12 tournaments and shit. I remember you getting buckets. So it's nice to see you getting buckets now. It's nice to see you balling now. It's really nice to see. And Ja, you know? They ended up winning, and I think Ja mentioned uh, how he played poorly against the, was it the Warriors last year. And he was so poor against the Warriors last year, so he had to bring it this year. And I get it. I get that feeling of losing and wanting to come back even harder. I get it. And he came back, and I think I think he had a pretty decent game. You know, I was I was you know, I'm not gonna lie. I was I was I didn't get to watch the game completely, but I did check it out in the corner of my eye while I was sitting in the casino. You know, playing playing a little bit, playing a little bit. They had the game on, so I was just peeking in here and there. You know, trying to focus on the game at hand while I was playing a little bit of poker and trying to focus on the the screen when John Moran and Dylan Brooks. You know, when they were, they were balling, so it was, it was a little hard to keep my focus on both. But I ended up checking it out a little bit. <laughs> just a little bit. Just a, just a little bit. So, uh, yeah. Grizzlies pulled it out. And now they're going to be playing the losers of the Warriors and Lakers. By the way, the Lakers did pull it out. Oh, but it seemed like a scary game. I mean, I saw... I was a little more attentive. I was still at the casino while I was watching that, that game. But it seemed a little closer... Or actually a little worse for, for if you're a Lakers fan. It seemed, that game seemed fucking horrible to watch. I mean, they were down the entire time. I don't think they took the lead until like the fourth quarter or something. I, I, I didn't catch the entire game, but I was just in and out, in and out, in and out. And I'd see the Warriors up. I'd see Steph Curry. Oh, my God. Steph Curry. Oh, my God. I would see all these Steph Curry, Steph Dax, and Steph Curry. Oh, he's got five threes. And that bullshit. I mean, I, I was like, yeah. Steph Curry, man. I mean, the guy's going nuclear. I mean, it was really cool. It was cold for like the first quarter, I believe. And he caught fire sometime in the second quarter or some shit. He's catching fire, man. That's what this guy does. But the Lakers, they did pull it out. They did pull it out. They showed a lot of resiliency, man. A lot of resiliency. You can't, can't teach that type of shit. You just can't. They showed the resiliency. And they got the dub. Pretty sure LeBron was hitting a setback three. I think he had a setback three. To, to, to hit, hit a, I think it was about 30-footer. The clutch three to take the lead. And they ended up, you know, just keeping the lead for the Lakers. Oh man, it was you know. I couldn't I couldn't watch it, watch it, but it was it seems a good it was a good game. Seemed like a good game. I was too busy, you know, going going all in with jack shit on the board, you know what I'm saying? But I still was able to catch LeBron James going to work. Still able to catch it. Great game, man. Great game from the Warriors. Great game from the Lakers, for both sides. I mean, the Warriors, you know, they show that they, you know, can compete. Obviously, I mean, they have Steph Curry. Obviously, they can compete. And Lakers showed that championship resiliency. Great win, man. Great, great win. So let's get into some quick predictions. Wizards, Pacers, another tough one. I picked the Wizards last time. Got burned. So why not? I'm picking the Wizards again. Why the fuck not? Pick them again. See what they do. See what they do. And uh, the Warriors versus the Grizzlies. I will take the Warriors. I think Steph is pretty pissed off. I think he's going for 40 in this next game. That is my prediction. Warriors will win that game. So, yeah. That's it for the NBA play-in recap. And a little bit of some predictions here and there. And now let's transition over into the UFC 
We got a fight night. We got a fight night. Cody Garbrandt. Cody, no love. Garbrandt versus Rob Fawn. No love. He's looking like he's making a little bit of comeback. Uh, Cody Garbrandt. He's looking like he's making a little bit of a comeback. He's looking pretty good. You know, I think he... When did he last fight? Uh, Asunko a, a or some shit? I don't fucking know. I just looked it up on UFC. A uh, little, little YouTube shit. Saw that shit. Saw that guy uh, knocking Rafael Asunko. I think his name was. Ra- knocking him out. I think he, you know, I think he's kind of on a comeback tour. Just this Cody Garbrandt guy. I'm pretty sure he's on like a little bit of a comeback tour. So... We'll see what happens. Yeah, give give me Garbrandt. I, I don't I don't know anything about Rob Font. Maybe he's really good. But with a nickname like No Love, I mean, come on. How can you lose? I mean, he's lost before, but I'm just fucking saying, you know. He doesn't seem to be like he's wanting to lose anymore, you know. Seems focused. Seems like he's in it. In it to win it. So. Cody, No Love, Garbrandt. What you gonna do? What you gonna do on fight night remains to be seen. It remains to be seen. But give me Garbrandt, man. Give me Garbrandt. I don't give a fuck who wins this fight, but you know. With a name like No Love, nickname like that. Give me Garbrandt, man. Give me Garbrandt for that fight. And yeah. Those were everything that we need to cover. The NFLs, the NBA, to the UFC. We're going to be getting some more action over the, after the weekend. Talk about it. I'm sure it's going to be some more, more flu games and more bullshit going on. But we'll talk about it. But yes, this has been The Unbiased Sports Fan. And I'm signing out.